Hey everybody, before we kick off today's episode, Antonio T. Smith Jr. here, and I just want to tell all of you that if you're an avid learner of self-growth, if you want to change the quality of your life, I'm on my major events, WonderCon 2024, it's almost here. The dates are March 17th through March 22nd, that is 2024, and you can go to the website inside the show links to get to all the information there. It's in Houston, Texas. There's also a bunch of opportunity for online tickets as well. So you can watch the event live. Plus, you get the opportunity to keep the video for life as well. With an array of expert speakers, including myself, interactive workshops and a plethora of experiences, it promises to be a transformational event that you've never seen before. Please know in person, there are limited spaces available and get all the details to secure a spot on the show notes. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better, you can dominate. Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr., where ideas ignite change and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix. A Master Plan for Black Group Economics with Wealth Creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within Black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear, drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of the Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Today we are talking about a, you can share the screen, Grace, so they can see it. 
Today we are talking about how to retrain your subconscious in great detail and how to get what you actually want in great detail. I wouldn't necessarily, oh yeah, you're clearly in my Amazon account, which is probably the only Amazon account you got now in the first place. Yes, I bought it apparently July 6, 2020 is when I bought it. I love this book and you read them both together. It's over. It's over. How you to know, succeed at this both. Is, this, is, this is my account. Okay, so you bought it. I right? got the yeah, uh-huh. when I told when you. you told, okay, uh-huh. Good, good, good. All right. We got to retrain our subconscious. Do not take, well, you know, take this class however you desire to take this class. And we want to get to the point where we're actually receiving blessings and blah, blah, blah. So put the, put the, put the chat out in the, I mean, the title out in the chat, Grace, do that for me. And I want to make a few announcements first. If you are in the inner circle, I saw I saw Deanna yesterday writing blogs. Uh, that's unnecessary. So I'm not going to have her. I told her yesterday, don't write any more blogs. That's unnecessary. It's completely unnecessary because you get a hundred with inner circle and they're being written right now. You just you stop it, right? So that's just just completely unnecessary. So don't worry about that. And there's a bunch of stuff coming with that. The name of the books are Thinking Fast and Slow. Sapiens, that's the one that Ibrahim recommended to me, and then friend or foe, knowing when to cooperate, knowing when to compete. Those are the books there. Also on that same energy, before we tell you about retraining yourself, I'm, I'm teaching now. This is where you start taking notes. Before we start telling you about retraining your subconscious mind, you need to frame your thinking. Tracy, you only need to be paying attention to 5% of the stuff in your life. Everything else is back around. 5%. But here's the problem with that. Everybody heard me. And you had a visceral reaction, a neutral reaction. Or you received it. You didn't receive it, though. Because only 1% of the world receives it. So let's do it again. Because 1% of the world controls 96% of the other world, and they only pay attention to 95% of what's happening in their lives. So what I need you to do now is I need you to tap into your one percenter brain, and I need you to receive this time. Remember, I told y'all a couple of weeks ago, uh, it's my fault. I focus so much on planting good seeds that I forget to tell Renee to be fertile soil. <laughs> let's be fertile soil first and then plant good seeds and then plant good seeds all of you need to pay attention to 5% of what is actually happening in your life the thing that serves or the things that serve where you're trying to go I'm going to say it again this is the third time let me try to say it a little bit more differently this time so a few people can connect with it Melissa wants something I don't know I don't even want something. Don't know that either. But I can assure you, most of the energy to the tune of 95% of it in her life does not match what she wants. Doesn't match it, doesn't serve it. It just does not. And most of us are distracted. It's not that we have bad leadership. It's not that we're not ambitious. It's we're distracted from what actually serves us. So we never get there. We never get there. You 
<clears throat> so you got a job. All right. You're on your way to your job. That has That is not a distraction from the 5% of what's going on in your life. Here's the crazy thing about people with jobs who also have businesses. They rarely take their brand to their jobs. If, if let's say you are, let's say you are a rabbi. Say you're a rabbi. And you get, a, you want to be like the rabbi, the YouTube's rabbi. <clears throat> I'm sure there's somebody out there. You want to do that. But guess what? <clears throat> when you go do this rabbi, it needs to show up at work. That doesn't mean you need to start you know, speaking in Hebrew and Aramaic. It just means that I ought to see your 5%. When I look at most of you, I don't see your five percent. I see your complaints. Yes, sir. Um, I just wanted to say that even for business owners who are trying to do the next thing, it's hard for them to make the two things cohesive, to put them in one place. And I, I have been in that spot where at one point I was writing like technical stuff mm -hmm. while I was building up a human brand. It's so, so difficult, but narrowing that gap. Uh, makes it possible like it was squeezing all of that into that five percent percent requires you know going as a rabbi to your job or taking youtube to your ministry Absolutely. you know it, it requires that because if you cannot put both of those things on one track you cannot focus on it and that's that's what i've been doing for the past like the uh, past 18 months actually uh, no less. Just putting humor into my writing, at the same time as bringing cartoons like turning, as just putting all of it just and now I'm at a place where it's like if your brand is humor reverse, I'm not working with you. Right. So, yeah. So now uh, I, I sent you, I think, blog articles that are filled with cartoons. Um, the book that I'm uh, going to do with uh, the humor consultants is going to feature a lot of cartoons. And then I have like a syndicated column of cartoons that's just for like corporate staff magazines. Okay. But now that I'm building a YouTube channel, guess what I did? You put a YouTube and all just, that. <laughs> no, I just, I, I was just as stupid as we all are every uh, time. We just completely different thing. Just my face on YouTube. And I'm like half the time, I'm like, what am I doing? Why aren't cartoons in this and now i'm gonna go back to the drawing board and it take the tougher route of animating some cartoons for my youtube you understand so even if things are going well you end up your mind goes like you know what i could start something off this track just unifying it and then not getting bored of what's unified is so extremely difficult for people like you and me absolutely absolutely especially when you are multi-talented right Especially when you're a multi-talented. Especially. Grace. For, the, for those of you, I saw I, I did like a 10-minute, it wasn't even meditation. It was just a 10-minute countdown with some water in the background. So we just started. You ain't missed nothing. We're talking about retraining your subconscious and how to actually get to the, your blessings. 
Now, in this particular case, I don't want you to spiritualize blessings. It's just the stuff you want in your life deliberately. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I want to do something real quick. If you are full of medicine and you can't keep your eyes open, that's okay. You're going to hear what you're supposed to hear. If you have an attitude and you can't think straight, it's okay. You're going to hear what you're supposed to hear. If you are just resistant for whatever reason, it's okay. You're going to hear whatever you're supposed to hear. I just want you to know that none of that, with the exception of the medicine, is in 5%. It's the only one. If you have a mental handicap in which you cannot hear me, that, my friends, is in your 5%. It's the one thing you can do. If you take medicine, if you have something, medicine is chemically alterating your brain to form a mental handicap. And guess what? And then you can do about that. Don't feel bad. But for the rest of y'all, you just out of line. Okay, yes, sir. I, I have a question and I think this will this will ground what you're saying because what you what you're saying might be too abstract for some of us on this call. Five features that can help even the blind identify what's in the five percent and five features that would help us identify what's in the ninety-five percent. That would be very practical and very handy, even if like we're not that clear about anything. So five features that point out uh, point towards the five percent, like urgency, importance, whatever. Five features that point towards the five percent. Five features that point towards the ninety-five percent. Right, so let's start with the urgency. That's never in your five percent. Bishop. Yes, sir. You said something that made sense. Mm -hmm. Took my medicine and I just ate, and I'm fighting to stay. Stay awoke, but I am here. Um, and it's like, what do you do? You know, say don't do anything. You don't do anything. It's, you don't do anything. You trust that your God is going to give you what you're supposed to receive. You wow. trust that where you are, medicine induced and all where you are is exactly where you should be. Mm. And God has never taken you to a medicine-induced sleep that hurt you. Wow. Antonio? Yes, sir. I just took my medicine, so hurry up. Okay, got you. <laughs> All right. Urgency. I got you, Grace. It's, let me give let me give you I'm gonna oh, make this... That's what I wanted you to go back to. If it's early, oh, I wasn't, it's I wasn't gonna forget. No, no, I wasn't gonna okay. forget. I was, I was gonna get here anyway, but Abraham just sped me up. I'm not, you know, I'm not being high, I'm not being low, I'm not being abstract or whatever. I just let y'all say whatever y'all say because that's how y'all hear, and it doesn't ever bother me. You, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't ever bother me. My job is to communicate the way it doesn't bother you, right? That's my job. Urgency. It's never going to be a part of your 5%. So let's define 5% first. It's the stuff that you deliberately want in your reality. Because 95% of this world has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. 
urgency will never have anything to do with you because you don't control time. It's impossible. You couldn't, you can't, you can't rush past seasons. You can't be born past 41 weeks. You, like, you, you understand? Like you can't rush, even if it's premature, it's, you can't rush. You can't rush when your teeth grow. There's nothing about you and urgency that can do anything. So if you are ur in urgency, if you need to hurry up, you have two things going on. You have a lack mindset because there's not enough time for you to get what you need. And then most importantly, and most empathetically, you think whatever you're up against, the obstacle is more powerful than what you are trying to do in your life. Watch yourself. That's Mr. why urgency Smith? can never. Yes, sir. Um, just want to say something to you. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, after we got off the call, I sat and I meditated on what occurred. Yep. And two things resonated with me after we got off that call. And I said, I'm so glad Antonio said what he said, delivered what he delivered, because I, I said it was two things. I mean, critical things for me. And I said, Jerome, it's that time. Jerome, and that thing resonated with me all the way till I went to sleep. And it was with me the first thing this morning. And oh, it's yeah. still with me even now. Oh, yeah, and I was like, wow. And, and I wasn't prepared for that. I didn't know it was coming. But I tell you, I want to say thank you. Because it's time. And I said, wow. Man, All right, let's to the back, hey, Robin, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome. This is, this is why I like Ibrahim and people like Ibrahim. Ibrahim has like this super high intellect. And then he has like ADHD at the same time. So you get like, no, well, he tells you yourself, you get this, you get these two great, Deanna's the same way. You get these two great uh, dichotomies that seem to work against each other, but they never do. They are exactly what should be happening. I told somebody yesterday who has a thought process of, I want, I just want to be special. I was like, you know, that's probably a gift from God. You're just on the opposite side of it. You just you just operating on the dark side of I want to be special, so you get upset when you don't feel special. If you operate, he was on talking the light, to me. I'm just playing, but it sounds like me. <laughs> if you operate on the light side of it, then you'll walk around making sure others feel special. But anyway, in order to get to the five percent, uh, 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 uh. don't roll past that. Say that again. If if you want to feel special, you like uh, I need to feel special. I don't like when I don't feel special. I don't like when things then. It's a gift. You're just on the shadow side of it. If you just walk around making others feel special, then not only will you feel special, but that's what your gift is for. Because since you know what it, how much it hurts not to feel special, you always make sure people are included in God's speciality. Always. Always. You'll always do that, right? That's what you do. Five things that are not in it to 95%, five things that are in the 5%. We know urgency. So anything that is of lack mindset is not in the 5%. I'm going to keep going, but let me give it to where everybody can understand. Yes, sir. Um, uh, whenever you can, next thing is like, if someone you really, really, really care about has something and they come to you with it, like, hey, I got to get this done or can you do this for me? What 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 percent would that most likely fall on? Of course, it's case to case as question. well, I guess. No, but what question. what would that most likely fall on? Can you address that as well? I later sure down can. The line Whenever you feel, it's fit to come in like three minutes because 
probably less than that because it's such a good question. And some of y'all not gonna like the answer, but it's such a good question. In order to know what five percent is gonna that that serves your life, you have to know what you want. Truly. So if you don't know what you want, that's not a bad thing. Just know that this universe, whether you're Muslim, Christian, Catholic, Jew, Gentile, it doesn't matter. This universe is going to slap you in the face over and 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 over until you decide what you want. There's no other way around it. If you know what you want and you are frustrated, you're off path. Please write this down. If you do not know what you want, just know that this universe is going to continuously punch you in the face because it is through pain that we say, oh, I don't want this. I want that. Aristotle calls it the telos, our end. It's a Greek word. It means end. The, the humans go to some sort of end of gratification. Without that, if you don't have an end of gratification, the universe is going to beat the hell out of you over and over and over. And it's not personal because only through pain can you say, you know what? I like that end. I don't like this. You can never enjoy food when you're full. You can only enjoy food when you have the absence of food. So in order for you to get to the 5%, you need to first recognize in yourself, I know what I want. So if you know what you want and you are frustrated, you are off path. You are 100% off path. This is not up for contestation. You are off path because you're not supposed to be frustrated when you know what you want. It's just resistance and resistance is not personal to Ibrahim's question. So if someone comes to you and they say, wait, 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 wait. And tell you, but I really, 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 really need this. Pause. Is what this person needs in my 5%? Are they in my 5%? And the answer in most cases is a resounding no. This person is supposed to be figuring out their own problem not through their own selves. They got their own journey. And you can't get off path yours. I said you wasn't going to like the answer. I'll repeat it. <laughs> I did say you wasn't going to like the answer. My mother, well, my adopted mother, comes to me consistently with things that are not in my 5%. She's in my 5%, but ain't nothing she's attached to in my 5%. I ignore my adopted mother most of the time, ask Deanna and Grace. I don't ignore her as a person. Half the things, no, 99% of what she says. I mean, Lucy, you know, I ain't finna do all that. I take care of her consistently, but I don't attach myself to anything she's attached to. She's in my 5%. Everything she's attached to is not. So I do things for her and not with her. 
Please that, repeat that, sir. A, Please okay, because that. that's a that's a word. Okay. <laughs> I do things for her and not with her. And she adopted me at 14, 15 years old. This ain't personal. What she's attached to, it ain't nothing bad. It has nothing to do with me. She still believes going into this world, I'm a I'm a die without money. I can't do that. I have to leave an inheritance. She does not have to. But she's also the baby of the family. Of six, seven kids, she's the baby. That kind of makes sense. But hear me well, and I forget your nation. I'm coming right back to this, and I'm explaining this 5%. Here's what we write, write this down, Grace, for, for just in case I'm, you know, number one, you have to know what you want to know what's in your 5%. Number two, if you don't know what you want, that's okay. You don't have a 5%. You just got a whole 95% circling around you. But know that the universe is going to smack you in the face over and over and over and over until you decide this is what I want. That's part of ascension. Ascension comes with pain. Karma is a gentle push of things you don't want to take you higher. I didn't create this world, but I damn sure understand it. I certainly understand it. If someone comes into your life, you must now ask two questions, Grace. Is what they're saying in my 5% that they need help with? And are they in my 5%? My Aunt Lucy, she can get on this car right now. She crazy as hell. Y'all are love of the death, a love of the life. She's absolutely amazing. She's absolutely amazing. I take care of her every day. It's never going to stop. I can go three months without talking to her. I can't go three days without talking to her. It's both and Jerome. You understand? She still want me to do because I can't attach myself to what she's attached to. And then none of it bad, none of it's immoral. She just thinks like somebody who only wants $25,000 a year. And I can't, I can't attach. I'll see you on Thanksgiving. I do things for her, not with her. A lot of y'all are doing things with people who are not in your 5%. And you're wondering why you can't get to your next level. Ouch. We're going to talk about that because when you know your 5% ease comes, when you're doing a YouTube channel, it grows automatically. See, I don't have to worry. Get ready. One, one minute, Trinace, get, get ready. I don't have to worry about social media reach. I reach plenty of people on social media. I reach 2.4 million people a month. You say, well, your engagements are low on person. I don't give a damn about Facebook or Instagram, or what it looks like. I just know I get 400 messages a day. And I know my podcast is my number one platform. I don't care what you care about because that's Mark Zuckerberg's likes and stuff. I only care that the people get off my comments and get in my inbox. I don't care about none of that stuff. So you say, well, you should care about it. I probably should. But my life gets better and better the more I don't care. If social media stopped today, I'm still going to make money. Y'all going to be stuck. I am not tied into social media. 
but I use it. I post over a thousand times a month. But all my posts are designed to bring you into my inbox or my email list. So my email list is 42 million people strong. So do I have engagements like you? No. Do I got a bigger email list than you? Absolutely. Because I know what I want. I don't want to be, I don't want to look good instantly. I want to actually be good. I want to contact people and convert them. I don't want them on my social media. Go ahead, Trinace. If you're missing, that was just knowing what you want with your life. That social media thing I just said. All right, she's coming here in a second because she's at work. Can, can you can you stop punching me in the left eye and punch me in the right eye? I appreciate it. I got that. you. I, I'll get okay. right on that right eye. <laughs> so so this when today's get back, I get right on that right eye. Miss Susan uh, unmuted earlier. I didn't know if she had something she wanted to say. Okay, let me just say this one thing real quick. Now that you know what you want, it has to match in alignment and energy. It has to be exactly what gets you to what you want. Let's use Deanna for it. As a matter of fact, so Deanna has a couple of meetings with y'all. She ain't got no more meetings with y'all. Don't worry about it. She got no more meetings with y'all. I'm canceling her meetings. Don't worry about it. You what about Thursday? Go. No, she got Thursday meeting. Okay? Watch yourself. Watch your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's canceling. Uh, oh. Phil and Susan, I'll meet with y'all over the course uh, that y'all got. So I'll pick up that. But she's got no, no meeting. She got two weeks. She's going to work on her brand, her brand only, because she ain't been working on her brand because she got she working for six seven of y'all it's just not going to happen okay it's not going to happen plus 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 there's no reason for anybody here to work hard and i, I just for whatever reason i can't get y'all to think i just cannot get this through y'all but since your head is in your pocket you go back to doing all the 95% of the stuff that you think works for you, but it's never worked for you. It's never, ever worked. It's never going to work. It's never going to work. I told you, if you're in the, I said this earlier, if you're in the inner circle, you get a bunch of writings anyway, they're being written right now. So you get in the first place, okay? You get in the first place. If you know your 5%, I mean, if you, if you know what you want, your 5% is obvious. I can only tell you what 5% looks like by knowing what I want. You have to, the only way to properly answer this question, you have to look through you through me. Is that okay? It's the only way you can do it. It's the only way you can do it. Preface to what I'm about to say. I know exactly who you are by what angers you. So? I know exactly who you are by what angers you. I know exactly who you are. You can you can be a nice person all you want to. Uh, you can do all this and you can be, nope. Whatever angers you, not only does it control you, it tells me who you are. Remember, you only have a personality because I perceive it. Your personality is not what you think. Your personality is everybody on the other side of you and what they think. What does it feel to stand on the other side of you? That's your personality. All that, but this is who I am. Use a lie. You can only exist on this planet by thinking. I think, therefore, I am, so you exist. But you can only be perceived through others. This is what it is. This is what it is. There's your preface. 
5%. I'm going after $100 billion. My contractually, I'm now in a contract for $5 billion annually. There's some things I got to do. I'm getting all sorts of messages and I'm, I'm learning so much through leadership by watching. I mean, I say that I'm learning so much just by looking at some stuff going on, learning so much. Therefore, when it was time for me to negotiate my salary, I told these people, I don't want a salary. Because you don't get to $500 billion through salary. Salary is not in my 5%. I'm trying to get you out of here. You, you ask, what's the 5%? Salary is not in my 5%. Turning my salaries into bonuses, that is. Revenue share and equity share, that is. So whatever you want in negotiation, it's good job to you. But I need to put my 5% in this contract. Okay, what else do I want? I'm not having any friends that I don't believe can give me or help me get to $25 million. It's just a, it's just a standard I set up on myself. You can get upset. That's okay. I got plenty of friends. I've done that already. These new friends must be able to attribute to me and me back to them at least $25 million. So I'm very cautious now of whom I attach myself. It just, again, not up for discussion. Why? So here's the deal. I remember I, I did a preface, right, Renee? I said, I could tell what angers you. Some of y'all angry about that right now. I could tell who you are. There's nothing wrong. If I was Bill Gates and I said that, you'd be like, what is but since you know me and I said that, ah, he tripping. See? That's why I gave that preface, Jerome. I can tell who you are by what angers you. Your 5% should only serve selfishly what you desire. That's clear now. 95%. It's not just everything else oh no 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 jerome's devil is too slick for that because that 95 percent it gets to morphing you know like the power rangers and shape-shifting that 95 percent looks like this ibrahim goes oh honey talking to his wife ibrahim goes honey need to do some youtube skits today and then <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing because I know where I'm going and this stuff happens. Ibrahim goes, honey, we got to do some YouTube shorts today. This is the, this is what the 95% looks like. And then his wife goes, let's do it. And all of a sudden an email pop up. Let me check my email first. That's your 95%. That's your 95%. You shouldn't even be checking your email. Shouldn't even be checking your email. If you just declared you need to record. That phone need to get put down. Antonio, you messing up. Let me wait, wait, wait. You messing up. I got to say this, okay? You got a message from me this weekend. Mm -hmm. Did you not? Yeah, I did. You got a message from me. I sure did. I appreciate it. When that. I was sitting there about to call you, right? Because I was, I was feeling very, very good. I was mm -hmm. in a very good place. And I thought about what had happened with you 
and I felt even better. Mm. And I said, you know what? I mm. know that's my boy. I call him 24 seven. Mm -hmm. He going to pick up the, the, the line. Mm -hmm. Then I thought about my 5%. Mm. Then when I thought about my 5%, then I thought about your 5%. Mm. You just you did this deal. You, talk you got that. work to do. So what did I do? I went, bah, 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 bah. God bless you. Mm -hmm. Keep your eyes on the prize. Don't forget your 5% sin. There it is. And I'm telling you, folks, you did say that. it wasn't less than 10 seconds. He responded to my mm -hmm. text and I smiled mm -hmm. because I looked out for my 5% and his five, because I said he's doing something that's in his five percent, and I don't want him to be distracted, mm -hmm. even though he would for me. I don't need to do that because I got work to do in my five percent. And boom, boom. And it's boom. a crazy thing. Had he asked me for something, I wouldn't have responded so fast. <laughs> it wasn't in my five percent that day. That was a selfish me day. I was working only on me. And that was like a comp. Oh, I like com compliments are in my five percent. Had he asked me for something, I wouldn't. I wouldn't respond to him to tomorrow. I, on, on my mama, I wouldn't respond to him to tomorrow. I need y'all to receive this. I do. There's somebody else in here that consistently text messages me, and I'm slow to respond. I'm not slow because I'm rude. This is what I do. I go, okay, very respected person. That's not in my five percent. When it's in my 5%, I will respond. I'm not there right now. I'm, I'm not there right now. I'm not about to pick up my life because your head is in your pocket. See, I don't have the opportunity to do that. Everything messes up. If I let money or the lack of rule me, then nothing gets done. It ain't going to get done happily. You're not going to enjoy yourself. The culture going to get jacked up. Some of y'all got some jacked up cultures and you don't you have no idea because you think your personality is you. No, your personality is what it's like on the other side of you. Antonio? Yes, ma'am. But you're still giving because you yeah, do these course. calls. The These calls are... In my 5%. Yeah. yeah. They're taking your time very inconvenient yeah so and the wealth <laughs> of information that people get then it's you know their responsibility to go out and take action on it and that. not come back three months later and want yeah. the same information yeah. again you while know you was while you was dealing with the print that's exactly what ibrahim was saying he showed uh, before the call showed up he showed the book yeah <laughs> Really powerful thing. And Tony just said very inconvenient. So the five percent lesson is not a license to say to no to everything that's inconvenient. Right. Hey, right. I can I can write a script right now, not in my ninety-five percent. And my not in my five percent. No. If you have to be right. very, very attentive about the definition very. of five percent. Absolutely. Because otherwise you'll just have like five percent of bullshit. Yeah. 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 Absolutely right. He asked the both as soon as he heard it right. This call is very inconvenient, but this call blasts me out over audio to a bunch of new customers who've never heard from me, who then hit me up on Spotify, go into my inbox and create this continuous cycle of a pipeline 
that essentially I'm earning by giving things away. So this 5% is why I closed down the call and just had it in vinyl only because I wanted to determine who is going to talk enough and represent me. Like, I don't care if you push, push back is great, but I need you talking if it's going to be a dialogue or in this case, a 17, a log. I need that on the airways. I need that. I can't, one thing I can't go is, so what do you guys think? 15 seconds of silence. What does that say on the internet when all you have is audio? Oh, he's not a big deal. They're not even talking. No, I refuse. <laughs> it's not going to happen. This is very inconvenient. I ran three, something like 3.62 miles yesterday. Super inconvenient. But it's in my 5%. How are you going to be an unhealthy billionaire? <laughs> how you gonna be unhealthy billionaire i took my blood pressure yesterday because my blood pressure spike is right in the right place now this is it was 125 over 90 right where it should be right right where it should be but sitting down getting my blood pressure checked like i'm an old man no offense yeah i'm just 42 it's very inconvenient, but I need to make sure when I go back to this little stupid doctor two weeks from now that I, you get rid of them pills. I'm damn near fired my doctor and my nurse. Almost did. This is very, listen, listen, listen to me. This is very inconvenient. I'm pushing Abraham's point. I went there. My, my blood pressure was 154 over 111. It was astronomical. And and they they couldn't figure out why is it high? What's going on? Why is it high? Because it was it was high the last two weeks. That's why it brought me back. It's never been high. It's never been high. Even even when I was three hundred pounds, it wasn't high because I didn't. I don't eat trash. I ate Reese's peanut butter cups. That was it. I was I was eating healthy and then sugar, <laughs> white sugar. So I had diabetes, pre-diabetes. I had no blood pressure problems. These are two different things. But I got that under control. Antonio? Yes, ma'am. Are you going someplace to get your blood pressure or are you doing it at home? No, the, the, the VA said the whole... They got... You got the kit. I got the kit. You yeah. Know, yeah, they said That's the what whole... I'm saying. You don't want to go sit in CVS. Oh, no, no, no. They said the one you, one you plug in... Yeah, the machine. Yeah, they sent the whole thing to the house. They yeah, sure that's did. good yeah. that it's back down now. Did are you on the medicine? So, so I get okay. So this, I so say, if the, you're on the medicine and it's down, you need I'm, to stay I'm, on the medicine. Uh, fair enough. No, I'm off. I'm not on the medicine and it's down. I good. Know, so they, they, they gave me the Yeah, I know, right? That's a big the, thing. It's a big thing. They gave me the medicine, and I say, look. I was like, I'm not going to be some fat American that you give a medicine to. This is exactly what I told them. I had Deanna on the phone. They, <laughs> they had to literally call Deanna and tell them what tell them what you said. That's the first thing you said about your mouth, Deanna. Literally. I asked him, was there anything else that they could do, that he could do naturally that did not require him to take medication? He's not here for the do it. He was not going to take the medication. Yeah. And I kept telling my nurse, I kept telling my doctor, no. I say, I'm ex-special forces. I'm going to take my ass out there and go run and work out. I'm not going to do that. I say, I'm not going to do that. So that's what I've been doing this whole time. 
Yeah, I'm, and you I'm, you could have been had a little anxiety or something that you didn't even know of when you're at there. You could have been stressed by waiting or stressed that you had to be there. Not that wisdom doing tooth, your, that wisdom you know. tooth needs to come out. That wisdom tooth needs to come out. Plus, I'm full of them wontons that I didn't know was. Yeah, so that's why it was there. So, so check this out, y'all. I told my doctor, medicine ain't in my 5%. Not, and here's the deal. I said, I don't, I don't have a problem with science. But you're asking me to choose between you giving me medicine so I can stay fat or put my body through pain so I can be healthy. I don't know, I already lost five, last time I checked, five pounds since the last, two weeks, a week ago. I'm not about to take that, what did Ibrahim say? Take the, the 5% and ease. 5% don't mean ease. It is very difficult for me to get up and go work out. And I got to do it at like two. Hottest part of the day. It's okay though. Ain't no excuses. I drink three bottles of water before I head out anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's Texas. You got to do that in Texas. One bottle of water ain't enough in Texas. Not Southeast Texas. You know, I drink three bottles of water. But then I head out anyway. But, but I told you a long time ago, if I'm doing something, my kid's doing something. They out there with me, running. They, out, I, they ain't got a choice. I tell them, get addicted to working out so you ain't got to be losing weight like your daddy. <laughs> That's what I tell them all the time. 5% is in alignment with me. I want $100 billion. And to die early doesn't make sense. To be fat doesn't make sense. To have my mind moving slow, can't get to the billion dollars. I need to be whatever a billionaire in my head is, and that is physically fit, happy as hell, great leadership, open-minded, listening, empathetic, at least tactical empathy, knowing when to be a fox, knowing when to be a lion, studying the 4 laws of power, studying Jesus Christ, study, learning Arabic so I can speak to Muslims. This is what I have to do to do what I want. I'm learning Mandarin right now just so I could do tech talks in Mandarin. All that's inconvenient. <laughs> it's all inconvenient. But it's in my 5%. And there's no compliments for me, right? Because I'm not telling nobody, right? Because if you compliment me, I'm going to stop doing it. Because wherever gratif gratification happens, right, Jerome, that's when we stop. But Deanna goes, oh, my God, you did a good job. That's right. I did do a good job. I ain't doing nothing else no more. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Prophet Jerry. Yeah. That same energy. Yep. I know I was in the hospital with sepsis and all that stuff, right? So they said that my blood pressure was high. So, of course, they gave me blood pressure while I was there. You know, you had to take it and all that stuff. And so I went to the doctor and I told the doctor, I said, look, my blood pressure is 120 over something, something, 130 over something, something. I'm not taking this medicine no more. He said, don't. He said, don't. He said, because if your your blood pressure is fine, then why take it? I went to the doctor the other day for the urology, and I told him, look, I'm getting fed up with this uh, super pubic catheter. I want it out. And so I took it out, and I'm going on faith, even though it's challenging I'm going of on. Challenging. Anything. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me interrupt you a few times, but don't don't forget. Keep your mic on mute. 
anything that's going to change your life is difficult, challenging, and it sucks. I don't know what y'all get this whole, I'm supposed to change my life in roses. No, you change your life in thorns. Wow. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like, you know, I'm like, and I'm telling Renee every day, I'm sorry, because we have to do extra washing and, you know, all this stuff. And she's like, it's all going to be good. It's all good. It's all good. But still in my head, I'm making her do extra work. But she's saying to me, it's all good. So I need to say it's all good and stop complaining because because right. I know, like you said, there's going to be challenges. But I'm believing with the walking, I'm believing that this bladder and this uh, urethra, all this stuff is going to come back in order the way I want it to because I have control over my body. Right. That's okay. I told, I don't know if it was Deanna. I don't know if it was Grace. I really forget who I told, but somebody say, man, aren't you? Because I got no cartilage in my knees. Y'all understand? I don't. That's from jumping out of, well, that's from my job in the military. I got to be careful what I say. That's from my job in the military from Jerome, airborne, air assault, Okay, you understand. And so you 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 keep taking these halo jumps, and well, I'm saying too much, but you keep doing these things. Your your your, your joints take a beating, and I got none of ankles. And someone's like, "Man, but aren't you too heavy for that?" And I said, "My body gonna do whatever the hell I tell my body to do." It was, it was Deanna and my dad. That's who. And your body's gonna pay the price. It's so that too. It's absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Here's the deal. Hey, Antonio. Yes, sir. I, I just wanted to say, you know, Victor Frankl and his whole idea of the core freedom, the most freedom that you can have is always in the most restrictive state. Because by default, if you have this, and you decide that even though they're dehumanizing, I'm going to find meaning in the fact that I, in my mind, am free. And they can do nothing to make me think that I'm a prisoner. And that attitude is extinct pretty much today. And seeing people like Jerry just remind me that it's, it's actually, it's very rare. But there are some people who are mentally so far freer than 99.9999999% of people all over the world, not just America. Like Jerry is free because he's just mentally, because there are so many people that are not in a wheelchair. They don't have any medical devices supporting their normal function, but they wake up. And they decide that tomorrow is going to be worse than yesterday. And my golden days have passed. And I can't do anything better. Can't is is the word that governs them. And can is the word that governs Jerry. But Jerry governs Jerry, actually. And he uses the word can to do it. He decides that he can do more tomorrow than he was capable of yesterday. And that's just mentally choosing to decide that. It's just that kind of freedom 
people without wheelchairs don't have that. So it's mm. impressive to see Jerry mm. show that. Mm. <clears throat> I agree. How you think he got Renee? Come on now. He ain't playing. I say. I, <laughs> I was telling Deanna this morning that I'm, I'm doing some stuff. And that was like, but this is in the 5%. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is in the 5%. And so we need to be grateful about this thing. Because it's in the 5%. And we need to see it as everything coming together. Because it's in the 5%. It's in the 5%. You must own the fact that the stuff in your life is supposed to be there. All of it. Even the stuff you don't like. The 95% of your life how you going to enjoy the 5% if it don't exist? I have to tell people all the time. I have to, I have to remind um, Deanna, hey, just, just go be a kid. It doesn't matter. But let the rules fall on me. That's me. I like that stuff. I hate rules, but let that organization fall on me. You are the heart by being doing dumb stuff it's not dumb i think it's dumb because it's not my personality right it's it's not mine it's hers it's how she creates so the moment you stop being you and you know what you want you're off path the moment you're frustrated and you know what you want you're off path the moment you say but i should have been got this you are off path it, it's not even a delay it's coming as it comes. If you want it faster, there's only one way to do it. There's a law for it. It's called law of accelerating acceleration. What's that guy named? Ah, I remember. Brian Tracy is good for talking about this law. Law of accelerating acceleration says the faster you move to your dreams, the faster your dreams will come to you. But that's not through effort. That's through mindset. Phil said it yesterday, think and grow rich. It's not doing and growing rich. It's thinking and grow rich. It's through mindset. Do you lay the path of gold out before you and let this stuff come easy? Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear, oh, well, you are off path because it's your fault. We, we we have to say, well, you don't know what Antonio did to me. You don't understand how Antonio mistreated me. <laughs> and you have to do that, right? Because to blame you, Grace, your brain ain't going to do that. Remember, I said your brain would do everything it can. This this book, Sapiens, I love every bit of it. It's, it's, it's my kind of nerd stuff. It, it, your br human beings, he says this in the book. I, I want to quote him. I'm not going to quote him. I'm going to say what he said because I'm bad at quotes. But I want to say what he said. When human beings decided to have big brains, we lost our muscles. What we did, we we went from big brain, we went from gorillas, I can rip you apart, to big brains. Now what happens? Our sugar, our our energy of the body had to feed neurons instead of muscles. 
we're going to lose a fist fight with an orangutan. But then he says, but of course, since we got big brains, we can go build weapons and shoot the orangutan from a safe distance. This is the trade-off. We lost the muscles, but we can create weapons. And he said something so amazing that I just thought was just so amazing in the book. He said there's three revolutions that happened, which I knew, but the way he said it, it was just so amazing. You have the cognitive re revolution, right? That's when fish start thinking. When single cell organisms start thinking, went from conscience to consciousness, the same conscious, right? But, you know, one science, that's the cognitive revolution. That's us or animals on land, et cetera, dolphins. Then he said you have the kind of the revolution oh then the agricultural revolution because we, we got to eat right phil i mean there's the many vegetables that susan got around there you got to have some agriculture around here somewhere and then the scientific revolution and this is what he says he said the third revolution scientific revolution has been around 500 years and i totally forgot about that it blew my mind when he said i was like yeah i, I know the date and everything i totally forget that humans have been in this scientific revolution for about 500 years it's hard to process that okay it, it's it's really hard to process that it's really hard to process that and then he says but of course the thing that got us here the scientific revolution that got us here jerome is probably the thing that's going to end the world anyway right it's going to end the world my friends <clears throat> i'm asking you a question everybody here is hearing me some of you can't keep your eyes open. Some of you can't stop getting off Facebook. Some of you can't do this. And you have to ask yourself, are you tired? Or are you allergic to your breakthrough? Are you distracted? Are you allergic to your breakthrough? Because every time you get close, you get sleepy. Every time you get close, you got to scroll Facebook. That And it's, it's so consistent in your life that you won't even get up, <clears throat> put your phone on the other side of the room. You won't get up, go wash your face. Like this so consistent in your life that you just keep repeating the cycle. Can you switch back to the other eye now? I appreciate oh, it. Yeah, I got you. I got you. <clears throat> got you. Leave that eye alone now. Grace, the story we tell ourselves and others is dominating our lives. It is. It's absolutely dominating our lives. But it's also the first step of training your subconscious, retraining your subconscious. Notice retraining. Here's a, here's a stupid thing about humans. <clears throat> we are, I've said this before. I've actually, I'm going to quote the guy again in his books and I'm reading it. He says that we're, we're kind of shaped to where you can freely shape us any way you want to. And that's so true. Humans, if you get a dog, a dog starts taking care of itself, what, five months? Something like that? Yeah, something like that. Dog took, the dog, did, a rat starts taking care of itself in two weeks. 20 weeks. Dog, yes, 20 weeks to get better from the mother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wrote, I, I used to write dog blogs. So I I like, <laughs> if, if a puppy is twenty weeks old, 
you can reliably uh, remove her from the mother and you can raise her as a separate dog. No uh, psychological behavioral issues after that. Just needs 20 weeks to be with her mom. Before that, you do that, big trouble. Before before that, if you just remove her, big trouble. 20 weeks. 20 weeks. You give birth to a 20-week-year-old, that baby dependent. This is, this is the crazy thing about humans. That we spend first 18 years, I mean, the first eight years being molded into something that we didn't ask. And then the next 10 years after that, 18, reinforcing the molding that other people gave to us. So by the time I get to you, you hard-headed. <clears throat> then I don't deal with no kids. You hard-headed. You, 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 right? You're already there. You said eight years getting subconsciously trained, and then 10 years reinforcing that. Now they tell you you're grown at 18, Jerome. You don't know nothing. <clears throat> All you know is the reinforcement of whatever culture you grew up. That's it. And the problem, well, it's not a problem because we all go, it can't be a problem when we all got to go through it. How is it a problem? If we all do it, how is it a problem? But here you go. Every time, every time you're in a conversation, every time you're in a deal, every time you can change your life, you get sleepy. Every time you can change your life, you get, you check your email. Every single time you're genuinely not going to have a conversation today about retraining your subconscious mind and having the opportunity to get everything you want is your all your other conversations are going to be subpar and substandard but you're never going to hear this one because you ain't supposed to why are you not supposed to because you decided it that's got nothing to do with me, Grace. Yes, sir. And here's the, here's the thing. I hopped on this call exactly one hour ago. And in my 5% is listening to you guys for one hour and then spending the next whatever oh. amount of time I have doing it. Okay, exactly so for me doing this more. Do. Yeah, I opened this call by showing you a copy of the book that, and it's not easy Perfect. to get in Pakistan. I have to go to a bigger city. And but but I got it doing that's the thing that's right. So there are people who listen for three four hours do not. What I do is hey I'm gonna dedicate this time then I'm gonna hop off the call and now the next thing I'm gonna do I'm gonna do something from do what something. you have said do something. and in the next call in the next call I'm gonna hop back on to tell you what I did. So that's that's right. the thing I I put myself in doing. Thank you for the advice and now. It's time for me to ask. And, and we'll we'll so, see uh, you. We'll see you later tomorrow with what wait, you before did. Before he leaves. <laughs> before he leaves. Yeah, yeah. When we, when Susan and I do our coaching with clients, we have a, an exercise that helps people start to think about what they want because that's where we start. You know, before you connote somebody, you got to find out what do you want. You know, that's what we try to get clear. In. And it's called the two minute drill. It takes about fifteen minutes. And I'd like to do it tomorrow. People come to the phone call, come to the call tomorrow, and we will do the two-minute drill with you to help you start to go down the path to solidify what you want. So I wanted to let Abraham know that before he leaves. Oh, okay, cool, cool. So I can, have, I can have 15 minutes of tomorrow's call. We can help people decide what they want, to begin Absolutely. deciding what they want. Absolutely. Right. I had the first 15 minutes. Ibrahim, go dominate, man. Go dominate. <laughs>
thank you thank you yes, for thank you for food now time to digest it yes sir diana grace adonia very serious conversation i'm talking to all y'all i'm just saying their names because they in front of my screen today is the best day of your life i know it started off i know it whatever still the best day of your life and i could say it's the best day of your life because you're alive but that's not true not true ask whoever's being sex trafficked right now it's not the best day of their life so that's not true that's some stuff we say from a place of comfort that's not true. The reason why it's the best day of your life is because you decided to be so. Now, I need you to pause just for a moment. I need you to lean this thing this way. I need you. Can you see this? I just cover my face. I need you, Grace, to with me, follow me just for a moment. What if today You can control every bit of it. Not through manipulation, but through manifestation. From this other company, I got messages at four o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning. Immediate, urgent messages. <clears throat> Over a conversation, I tried to stop happening, but... Folk get to do what they want. They got nothing to do with me. I literally made a comment to try to stop it, but they kept going. You tried to warn them. I did. They kept going. See, a leader who refuses to listen to his people will always be surrounded by people who have nothing to say. Andy Stanley says that. <laughs> right? So it's up to you how you want to do this. Grace. I got six private messages and I don't even know how many not it don't even count these notifications I'm not even sure the whole thing is lit up with notifications I'm not even sure how to count these and I got four emails they're all important I ain't responding to one of them let me tell you what you're not going to do. I literally, when I when I, I got up to, to use the restroom this morning, I didn't have my CPAP machine on. If I'd had it on, I wouldn't have got up. You know, I, I sleep for the whole night with that on. I sleep the whole night with that on, right? <laughs> but I didn't have it on last night. I fell asleep too early. And I walked straight through. And here's what happened. I saw those messages. I said, I'm not going to do that to me. First off, whatever you emailing me about is done. And ain't nothing I can do about it. Somebody need to hear this. Now, I'll address it after my call. And I'm full. I'm full of energy. What I'm not about to do is pay attention to energy. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Uh, uh. He said, well, Antonio, you just signed a five- Billion dollar annual contract. The money is in my 5%. The opportunity is in my 5%. Not these emails. Antonio. 
Yes, you sir. still got 95 billion. You still yeah. got to get. Exactly. If you take that 5 billion plus and focus only on that, how you going to get the other 95 billion? I'm not even fit to address half these. I'm looking at them right now. I'm not, I'm not even fit to address them. I'm 100%. I'm going to say, move on. There's no, there's no, there is they, nothing to address. Yes. Are the email, are the emails asking you to do something? Absolutely. To do something? Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. I need to come I need to come save the world. First of all, you just got why are you but but he's gotta bring his magic wand with him. Hello. And I got to slow and reverse time too, Jerome. No, not to do that. It's just not it's just not gonna happen. Go ahead, Phil. They think you're Merlin. Yeah. I'm the great wizard. Listen, it's not about to happen. You did it. I get it. It's so simple. I got you, Prophet Jerry. It's so simple. Adonia, this is so simple. Y'all plant seeds. This is harvest. I'm not about to panic over a scheduled disaster. Daniel, you, sir, have scheduled this disaster. You did it intentionally when you planted that seed. I'm not about to panic because now the disaster is in your reality. If nobody hear me, I bet don't you hear me. I bet you don't you hear me. You're not about to keep messing up my life because you have a habit of scheduling disasters in yours. Watch yourself, Reverend. Antonio, here's the bottom line. When the time is right, you're going to fix it all. And they're going to recognize it and sit there with, he's what everything we thought he was. And then guess what they're going to do? They're going to do it again. <laughs> exactly. You are so right. And I've already fixed half the things. But every time I fix, an unfix goes right around it. Every time an unfix goes right around it. And I see it happening. But it's nothing I can do because of the 48 laws of power. So what I have to do, let me say, hear me well. Hear me very well, Deanna. Your chaos, Antonio, your chaos is going to show up in your brands. There's no other way around it. How you do anything is how you do everything. And the crazy thing is the people tearing up brands and companies never know they're doing it. Never yeah, done because you you never ask Grace. What does it feel like to be on the other side of me? Since you never asked that question, Grace, what does it feel like to be on the other side of me? Like I know I'm the man, Grace, but do you think so? Well, no, Antonio. Actually, I do not. And then it's a whole different conversation you're having now, isn't it, Jerome? So different conversation. How do people feel when you leave the room? All this comes from the book by Dr. Henry Cloud, Cloud Integrity, right? How do people feel when you leave the room? Are they happy you left the room? That's a major problem. That's a major, major problem. I promise you. Can you say that again, Antonio? Yeah. How do people feel when you leave the room? It's called awake. The way Dr. Henry Cloud, uh, uh, yes, <clears throat> send money to, uh, he wasn't here, which what somebody some some people or somebody in our community needs 130 
$164 to reach their dreams. They've done everything they can. They just fell $164 short. And so we're just raising money for them. And we will continue to do this inside of this community. And we will send it on to you as well. <clears throat> That's okay. They did. They spent all their money. Thousands of dollars. Tens of thousands of dollars. Y'all yeah. know what it's like to come up short, though. Don't, don't act like we ain't human. You understand? You, know? you don't come up short due to lack of resources. You come up short because it just is what it is. It just is what it is. It just is what it is. But Antonio. Yes, sir. Also, how do people feel when you enter the room? Because we got a meeting going. And then you show up and the whole atmosphere changes. Jesus Christ. That says Think. a lot, though, in the room. That yes, sir. That says a yes, lot. Yes, sir. That says a lot. Look, this what I this what I did this morning. <clears throat> Deanna loves did, did you go do what I said do this morning, Deanna? Did you do that? No, it stopped. Okay, I was, we was trying to catch it before it stopped. Deanna, she loves the rain. She likes to play in the rain because she's a big kid. <clears throat> we were trying to catch it before it stopped. No worries. This is what I did this morning. I talked to Deanna. She was on the road. <clears throat> and I looked at these messages and I said, I'm not going to look at those. And I did two things this morning that made me happy. I drank water. That makes me happy. I like water. I, I used to hate water. I love water now. I love water now. Teach me, okay? Teach me. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't, I don't, I'm like Susan. I don't eat sugar. So it's easy for me to drink water. I, I don't eat sugar. And since I don't eat sugar, water tastes just fine. <laughs> when you got that sugar addiction going on, water's like, Bleh. Antonio? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Do you do a shot of lemon juice first thing in the morning? I do a shot. Well, I haven't, I used to. I haven't been doing it this month, but I need, I got it though. I need to get back to it. I've totally forgot about it until you just reminded me. I have my little shot glass. Yep. And that's the first thing I pour in mine and pour in Phil's when I go in the kitchen before mm -hmm. coffee or anything. And they it's supposed to go down first and you can feel it going. Okay. But okay. Phil, you know, waits and has the coffee and then pours it in his water. And that's okay, but it, you're I'm not mine my water. Yeah. No, you're not getting the effect. It's just straight oh, yeah. down. I'll give it a try. You'll feel it first okay. thing before anything. Okay. I'll try it tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I haven't, I, I do sprinkle it in my water with some, with a little teaspoon of chia oh. seeds. Chia seeds. Chia yeah. Seeds. Oh, chia seeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, just a teaspoon. Just, just a teaspoon. Yeah. Just a teaspoon. I put that chia seeds and I drink that first. And then but do the lemon on its own. You can still put some in the other if you want. Okay. Cool. Cool, man. That works. That works. I told you how to do that, and I I drank one and I washed my hair. That's what I did. Uh, but I I I have very good <clears throat> lock maintenance. I wash my hair because I keep running and sweating, running and sweating, running miles. I can't keep putting miles on my scalp without washing it off. <laughs> so I washed my hair, and I sat there, and I went, hmm, "Life is good." That was it. You know what I'm not doing? I'm not being unhappy. I'm not I'm not being mad. I'm not being sad. When I respond to these messages, I'm going to respond to these messages with a high vibrational energy. Antonio? Yes, sir. The, the reason I brought that up about entering the room. Oh, we got $25 so far from, from yeah. what the other said. Yeah. Go ahead, Jerome. Excuse me. The reason I said that about entering the room, when I was with those kids in New York, um, the state gave me about 15, 20 minutes, whatever I had to teach those kids. 
but they gave me an hour to do it in 15 or 20 minutes. So that means I had 40, 45 minutes to do my own thing. And I could have kept repeating or getting information. I chose to teach them what I thought was important mm -hmm. and pertinent. So I had the door closed. I got 18 kids in there and I'm doing my thing. Right. You know, I'm breaking it down. Like, let me tell you what time is. And when you go back to New York City, and then one of those people who doesn't care about them and doesn't care about their success walks in the room and they know this and I know this. And without skipping a beat, I shift gears and go back to what the state says. Blah, blah, blah. With the same energy, with the same enthusiasm, the person sits down for 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. They don't say anything and they get up and leave. And as soon as they close the door, without skipping a beat, I shift gears and I'm right back to where I was at. I pick up where I left off 15 minutes ago. And blah, 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 blah. And one day, one of the kids says, excuse me, Sergeant Red. I see what you got. How do you do that? Hmm. I said, I said, what are you talking about? What you just did? What you just What you just did? Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, oh, you're talking about the person that came in? Yeah. How do you do that? You know? And I said to them, I said, it works <laughs> like this. You are my future. If I fail to invest in you, I condemn myself. And those individuals like that, who I know don't care about you and don't care about your future, I says, I make sure that when I'm in your presence, I protect that. And I protect where you need to go because I'm protecting my future. So I'm being very selfish when I do that. But for your sake, I don't have any choice in the matter. No. But it was like, son, how can you do that? That was too smooth. That was like, and I was like, wow. So sometimes when those people come into the room, everything falls apart. Everything goes to chaos because you can't transition in order to not bring them up. Because, you know, they got to be the, he was one of those, he's got to be the center of attention. He's got, so when he saw me doing what the state required, he had nothing to say. And guess what? He got up and left because it was boring. He's gone. Now we're back to meat and potatoes. Mm. Hello. And point, those man. kids got that. They were like, and I had, and I tell you, I had them on the edge of their seats every time. They had no other choice but to listen to me because I was speaking to them. And I was telling them, I'm talking about me. The same seat you're sitting in, I said, I've been in that seat before. So I'm telling you right now, I don't want to see you again. Listen to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So th th that, I just wanted to say that about them to come into the room as well as those who leave the room. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. And that's a good point you brought up for let Phil go. And then uh, Phil, whenever you're ready, you can you can unmute and you talk. And then I'm going to bring up something and then we'll end because you just reminded me about something, Jerome. So brilliant. I'm so glad you said that. Go ahead, Phil. Take your time. Yes, real quick. The 15-minute daily meeting is what's up, specific about activities, meetings, accomplishments, noteworthy news from customers. Number two, what are you measuring yourself by? And number three, where are you stuck on anything? Is it, did you reach for something with your resources and it wasn't there? But that's the 15 minute. I can give it to you more. Just sure. later. If, yeah, if you can email it to me, if you don't mind, if you already yeah. got it. I've, I've got it uh -oh. somewhere. Yeah, I've got it. But that's definitely the meeting we're going to send it to him, Phil. Send it to him, Phil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to. It's somewhere in these notes somewhere. But <clears throat> anywho, 
You you muted, Mister Field. One of these. Oh, go, go ahead. The book is Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. Is that the 2.0 or the 1.0? Yeah, that's the 2.0. Okay, got it. Mastery of the Rising Goes to Heaven 2.0. Got it. Excellent book. book. I got the book. Good, then. Get it. Good, good, good. Scaling up. 2.0. Notes. Let me see if I can pull somebody who did a good summary. I know I got it in here, too. Jerome, you bring up something so good because somebody has a, I never realized how much, so, so when Deanna teach, I'm quiet. She, she says, oh, we'll say something. So I, I talk as a student because I'm genuinely a fan of the student. For the Susan teach, I'm quiet. I talk as a student because I'm genuinely a fan of the student. What I do not do is overtake their meetings. That is the culture that I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> that's that's the culture I'm dealing with right now. This overtaking the meeting so the leader can never be the leader and stuff right now. So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying try to make sure that happens. It's a tad bit better, but that's okay. We're, 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 we're working on it. We are definitely working on it. I want to end with, I have some quotes, okay. I want to end with this. This is the way you pay attention. Half this call, you have, have not paid attention. Doesn't matter because you got what you were supposed to get. And that's how I want to end this call. That idea that I have no idea. I thought, I thought Deanna was doing one thing. So I have no idea what she was doing uh, this morning after when I said do something. Whatever she was doing, Deanna is another 25 just hit. Whatever she was doing, it's in Navy Federal. It's what she was supposed to be doing. Was it what she was supposed to be doing? Probably not. Probably so. Is it my business? Absolutely not. You're still missing it. That's twice I gave you the same example. The first thing I said was, you was probably listening to the call. You probably wasn't. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I told Deanna to go do one thing. 15 minutes. I said, you know, be late to the call because of you doing that thing. She was still late to the call. So I don't know what she was doing. Doesn't matter. Because whatever she was doing, I ain't going to ask her about it. It was important to her. Here's the deal. I'm going to disagree with all of it. No, this is why we die to our flesh daily. My flesh wants to disagree with anything anybody is doing that I didn't tell them to do. I'm okay with my wickedness. I don't like nothing Adonia did this morning. I don't even know what she did. <laughs> don't even know what she did. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like nam bit of it. Because I didn't tell she ain't do what I told her to do. If we can recognize that all that stuff is killing our blessings, that the very thing that Deanna did, if I have an opinion about it, I've just siphoned energy from my breakthrough. The sooner you can get to that. The sooner you can get to that, the faster your blessings will come to you. It, it's a, it's a hundred percent, Jerome. They don't like to hear it. Say it again. As the, the I'm just using Deanna's example, Deanna was still late to the call, but she was on time. But that, that's the she was right 
where God wanted her to be. That's my job to look past what you was late for and go, you was right on time. That's my job. And I have to do it in real time. And if I can't pause, kill my ego, and then do it. Either way, doing it gets me my reward. See, the battle is not against flesh and blood. That's Is that not in that drum? But principalities. Oh, it's in the book. That's a, okay. Spiritual wickedness in high places. The battle is not against, but you know we got... Nope. That's when I start fighting Jalen. Nah, man, I said this angle, this camera angle, everything's messed up. Now, everything he shoots has a vibration. I can't be a leader the way I want to be. So now I get this subpar version of him. If I would have just let him finish, let him edit, I would have been wowed. But see, we we don't know how to we don't know how to go. Oh, we up to a hundred. I just got the news that we're up to a hundred. <clears throat> well, thank y'all so much. That's what 63 away or something like that. We up to a hundred. Something like that. Whatever. That's it's close. It's closer than what it was yesterday. How about that? How about that? It's closer than what it was yesterday for sure. <clears throat> My Adonia, you're your perfect example right now. Adonia is happy. And she gonna say she's happy. Guess what's gonna show up at her job? The opposite of happy. Oh, she gonna pull up into it. <laughs> she, she, she gonna pull up into it. She gonna, she, 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 she close enough, it's gonna happen. And it ain't her job to go with it. Thanks for that. Like really? <laughs> but, but you know what? Let me let me let me just yeah, let me yeah, go ahead. change something that you said. I don't seek happiness. I seek contentment because I think happiness is a moment. It's a thing. It's a sometimes. It's a absolutely. So I'm, I I seek I seek contentment. Yeah. I'm a content person. I don't. Um, I'm not unhappy, but I think happy is overrated because absolutely. we think it's supposed to be people that are happy uh, are happy all the time. And I don't believe that's the truth. Well, it's not that I don't believe it. It's not the truth. It's not the truth. So and not, contentment no. is my word. No, not only are you right. I, you know, this is what happens when you talk in real time. I just got to use the language I understand. She's absolutely right. I 1000% agree with her. And happiness should never be your goal. That doesn't mean your goal shouldn't make you incredibly happy. If you're chasing your goal, your telos, you're going to stay happy. Happy is a side effect of your goal. But to chase happiness is the moment something don't happen the way you want it to, you're not going to be happy. Content, content, not contempt. Contempt is a secret problem with somebody. And that's contentness right, is different. That is satisfaction no matter what. That's not, that's not to say, don't, it's not, don't it's not saying I'm satisfied where I'm at. That's not what she's saying. She's saying, but I'm grateful that I'm here. That's that's serotonin. That's that's the uh, that's Paul. I've learned to be a based and a bomb. I did that for German Roman Grace. <laughs> there was a, you know what's crazy when, when we flew down to Houston to, for the the uh, graduation when mm -hmm. I first met y'all. There was something on one of the signs that I remember. It said, um, 
today was the day you used to pray for. So be mm. grateful where you are. That's right. And keep praying for your, the next. That's Something right. like that. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. As I can, you know, there's a, let me see if I can find a record mode. While you're looking, happiness yep. is a result of how you interpret the, what's going on in your life. It's all it has to do with your interpretation. Contentment mm-hmm. is inside of you. I would challenge this. Can we get from contentment to joy? Yeah. And and, and the, the old Baptist preacher in Texas would say, because joy comes from the Lord. It can't be changed. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Look. I agree a thousand percent. I, I agree infinite percent with what Adonia said, because it's right. In this particular case, I'm, I'm, I have to use some words, but she's right. She said what I wish I would have said. She's right. That should be the goal. So on the way, the opposite has to show. Did up. you just give Adonia a compliment? I did. Okay, I I'm did. just checking. I did. I did. Check on my mental health. Check on my mental health, man. There may be something wrong going on right now. Check on my mental it health. It is something. It is something wrong. But 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 let, but let me say this. Yeah. It's for me. That that was meant for me. So it's right for me. I'm not saying I'm right. It's let right me, for me. Well, because enough. here's what contentment does to me. I have choices. Yeah. I could decide what to wear. I could decide when to get up. I can decide if I'm gonna go to this office, right? Yeah. I get to choose that. And so I'm content because there are people that don't have options. Or maybe they have them and they don't, don't realize or they don't, they're not empowered to use them. You I used have to the not power have to options, make a huh? choice. Remember, you used to not have options. Many well, years I used ago. to think that. Oh, well, yeah, I no used doubt. to think that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'll own that. That was that was my lack yeah. of, and you can put whatever word you want to put behind, right. confidence, lack of whatever. But the in the grand scheme of things, we all have choices, but yeah. I realize I do, and I can control those choices. And those choices that I can't control, I can control how I respond. So I'm in a content place, but I think maturity and age has put me there. You know, and experience has put me there. I'm not yeah. different or better than anybody else. I'm content. Yeah. I completely agree. And she's what she said, you know, that's for me. This is this is for me. Okay, she's right. But it's also universal, though. What she said is also a universal truth that's never going to change. She, she she's she's right for herself. And she's right universally. That's just the way it is. I want to challenge you. <clears throat> I haven't done this in a while. But I want to give you one challenge that's two challenges. The first part of this challenge is I want you to monitor every time you get sleepy or distracted or something in that area. I want you to monitor that. And ask yourself what's happening. Because you, you're going to disconnect from this call and not sleep. You're going to work on TV and not sleep. Once you, you're going to work on smoking weed and not get distracted. You know what I'm saying? You're going to do something. Well, no, I just want you to monitor that. Because what that is, it's just something in you that doesn't jive with Adonia is saying you're not content. And what happens to you is the sabotager in you, the lower version of you says, this is our breakthrough. We don't want it. So let me remind you 
about the recipe you saw two days ago on Instagram. You wouldn't even thinking about it, but we're thinking about it right now. You, you, this happens when you try to meditate. How I many of you feel stuff crawling over you the moment you start meditating? <laughs> <laughs> it happens to us all. <laughs> it happens to all of us. And so, I dare you try to go meditate and just watch how much your body goes. No, we will not meditate. The lower you is not in harmony with the higher you. That's what meditation is for. It will go away. You're just, it's just fighting against you. It's, it's, it's not, it's not as fighting against you. That's not properly said. You're just not in alignment. And your goal is just to meditate into the little invisible bug on you stops, you know, crawling. And somebody once asked me, well, tell me what happens when you fall asleep by meditating? Well, you did a good job. That's fine. Good job. There's, there's no right way to meditate. If you concentrated so much that you fell asleep, there's only two things that are true there. And they both are true. One, you did a good job. Two, you're an overworked American. That's all. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's that's America's fault for having you so overworked. It's not your fault that if you lay down, for, if you stop moving for two minutes, you're going to take a nap. That's not your fault. That's the world we live in, right? That's the world we live in. It just is what it is. So challenge number one, I want you to monitor. When do I get distracted? Why am I not all in? Monitor that because your top, your world-class athlete is not distracted. Your world-class athlete is not falling asleep during practice. And you're supposed to be a world-class athlete in your field. You don't have to believe me. Just know that the market would never reward you because the market only rewards excellence. Until the market sees you excellent at you can plant better, you can dominate, the market would not reward you for it. That's that's not me that decides that. That's the market. Your number two challenge, it's a bit more simple, but whoa, God bless you for accepting it. I want you to practice on being the least offended person on planet Earth. That's what I want you to do. I know, I know. I don't want you to get offended them. And when you so get off- hard. I know, I know. Because <laughs> I just don't go for disrespect. Especially <laughs> because like, I'm a young one. I know a little bit of something. They be thinking, I don't know nothing. And it's just, bro, don't disrespect me. And then I get, and it's not, a, I don't know if it's offensive, but it's just like, bro, don't disrespect me. Then I get, bro, you really want to check? Yes, yes, I do. I absolutely want to do it. Because if he doesn't check that, guess what's going to happen? He's going to keep drawing people into his life to disrespect him. Because that reality doesn't have to exist. He could be the young genius in the room that is appreciated, but he attracts the young underappreciated genius in the room. There's plenty of ways to be young and a genius that are totally celebrated. You don't have to be the one underestimated. Attraction is real. It's real. But when you become unoffended, now the universe must stop sending you what offends you. We are 110 now, y'all. Thank you for your update, y'all. When you become unoffended, the universe must stop sending you things that offend you. Adonia, I mean, Dan, Grace, give me 90 seconds. 
try my best. Don't know what's going to work. I don't know what will work. I just know if you understand life, life starts folding for you deliberately. It's always folding for you, but it's deliberate. It's, it's deliberate in the way that it wants to fold for you. My messages are still going off. I'm getting the notifications on my phone. When I set up everything on my computer, I have my kids next to me. I have Monique next to me. But I have Dion on the phone. And I was like, I'm not going to put notifications on my computer. I built my wealth on my computer. I'm turning off all these notifications. So I get no notifications on my computer because I write my books on my computer. I build my company on my computer. You're missing what I'm saying. I'm notified on my phone because that's what a phone's supposed to do. And I ain't got that many notifications, but I got the little, got the little Slack notification on the phone. It's all right. It's right there. They still look. It's getting bigger and bigger. They bigger and bigger. Need to discuss with you what blank, blank, blank. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Said in the channel so that you are in the loop referring to. All right, I get it. That ain't going to see the wonderful thing about a phone, Jerome. Is a don't you hit the nail on the head? I get to decide if I'm gonna pick this joint up. Cool thing about phones is you ain't got to pick it up. I'm on this computer all day, not on my phone. I ain't gonna see none one of these notifications on my computer. That phone, I get to decide, and whenever I write, my phone go on the other side of the room anyway. It does. It does. If if Deanna goes somewhere, I just call her from my little Mac. Yeah. You need to be laser focused. And laser focus on just the 5%. I got it like 30 seconds left. What's your 5%, Deanna? Talking directly for you to you. Man, that's on you. <laughs> Somebody say that's why I don't like Slack. I understand. <laughs> the notifications. Then I don't know it's for you. You know it's for you. And Adonia, you should very much stay in tune of what distracts you from what's for you. Because if I stop, if I start distracting Diana from what's from her, she need to have a conversation with me. No matter how close I am, no matter what I am, she needs to have a serious conversation with me. And to end this, and if I can't handle the conversations you have with me, that's my karma, not hers. Her job was to gently express, hey, I don't, th this thing here is not in alignment with my reality. And if I get offended, that's my karma. Just just because we together don't mean we got shared karma. It don't have to be that way. That's my karma. It's only shared when she said, all right, let me take on all your stuff. So if I express myself to Grace and Grace continue to do what she do, all right, Grace going to fade away. I don't have to stop cutting people off. Stop trying to fix stuff. It will, if you stay in alignment, universe will fade that away automatically. Just science. Jalen, you got the last words. I'm done.
Um, so I missed which the five percent theme. So can you just give me a little bit of that so I can grasp it for the challenge? As a billionaire, I'm only concentrating on five percent of the things in my life that are actually gonna make me a multi-billionaire. Anything okay. less than that is a 95%. It's not less. Anything that's not that is 95%. You're not, you didn't come here to pay attention to every bit of the planet. Keep in mind that y'all are in a room. The other rooms had nothing to do with these conversations that we've been talking. Ramon Kreef is in a car. Every car shouldn't get his attention. The only cars Ron need to pay attention to are the ones that are in his field of sight doing self-defense driving. If he's about to switch a lane, whatever car is in his blind spot, he needs to check for it. The rest of the cars in the road, he does not. Please pay attention to what I'm saying. There's a car in his blind spot. That's why it's called the blind spot. He needs to look. Blinker goes up, signal for the turn right. He needs to then look. There's a car there. It's the only thing in his reality he needs to pay attention to. Every other car should fade away. Mm. Then once he let that car pass or accelerate and get in front of that car, he stopped paying attention to that damn car. Antonio, when should I pay attention to the car I just passed up? If it starts shooting at you. If your windshield bust out, start paying attention again. But your brain to go back on the audio book you got going on, or the idea. God can't give you that million dollar idea when you so distracted. Most of your ideas will come from pain. Invention is the mother of necessity. Or mother of necessity, whatever. I had a damn cocoa. You get it from that. All right, y'all. We see you tonight at Tuesday, Grace, for Tuesday things. <laughs> 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, <laughs> 5 p.m. Central for the Bureau Keynotes. Miss Melissa Rushak will be speaking on this evening. So we're excited. Everyone to join us. Cool. All right. Well, I'm definitely going to see that level Melissa speaks. Love you so much, everybody. Adonia, make sure. You drink some good coffee today because it's a million dollars of things. They're just going to give you a million dollar bonus today. I, I claim it. I receive it for you. So you drink some good coffee so you can be like, oh my God, this is a million dollars. There yeah, you no, go. no coffee some, for some water might work. Okay, water is. He's like, water is the, the fertilizer for the million dollars. There we go. That works. We're going to grow that million dollars. Love everybody. You can't play better. You can't dominate. Thank you so much. <laughs> Love, Love you more. more. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>